Hello, I'm Tamara Dreeson and you are listening to Another Phase. This is a podcast for the lunar curious and mystical seekers. I don't know about you, but I have noticed that my screen time is higher than ever, Um, especially this year with all things COVID going on. I mean, I thought it was bad before, but I have noticed that I'm spending more time than ever online and finding it increasingly hard to switch off from it. I saw this kind of little quote or like post on Instagram the other day that um, my friend Lucy Sheridan had shared. You might remember her from episode six. Well, this post said, and for my next trick, I will reopen Instagram in 12 milliseconds after closing it. <laughs> it was a repost from some guy and I think his name was like Lauren Perrier. Um, and it, I just thought it was so relatable. I'm sure I'm not the only one who finds social media overwhelming, but at the same time, you just feel so compelled to be on it. Um, a lot more than is necessary and if you have watched Social Dilemma or The Social Dilemma on Netflix then you will know that things are yeah just more insidious behind the scenes of the internet than you might have realized. So this week's guest, um, I'll tell you who that is in a minute, but we talk all about the internet because it's just been on my mind and I, um, I'd seen her talking about it as well. But with all of this going on in my head, I just kind of ended up, I signed up to Lucy Sheridan's The Good Gram Challenge. And yeah, because of like, I just want to make sure that I am letting or making social media work for me instead of using it passively or feeling overwhelmed by it and one of the things that Lucy said which I really loved was to imagine that Instagram is like a farmer's market or something like that and you are like wandering around and interacting with people and having that sense of connection But what I would say is that most of us scroll, perhaps tap the little red heart to let someone know that we like what they've shared. Sometimes don't even do that. I mean, I know sometimes where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be on the internet. Like, I don't want to be on it. I'll like that later and then I don't or whatever. I think the way that we're using social media is changing a lot. But anyway, we maybe like it and then we leave it at that. And with everything that's going on at the moment, I think that the social media addiction that is very real for a lot of us it's just a reflection of how much we're craving connection especially if you are working from home more and not getting to socialize as much as you'd like I mean I know that I'm definitely feeling the impact of yeah not being able to do what I usually do like hang out with my friends in the same way as usual and yeah like one of the core values of Instagram is that it's all about building community and connection and we cultivate connections through conversation but if we aren't commenting it's kind of a one-sided conversation and I have a thing where I just think that life is what you make it I know it's probably a bit cheesy and cliche but I think that the same applies to Instagram so since I've been doing Lucy's challenge I've just made it made more of an effort to comment um on my favorite accounts I mean 
not everyone replies, which is totally okay. And I, I mean, I'm the kind of person like, I'm not bothered if someone doesn't follow me back or doesn't reply to something. Like, I think we can take it really personally if someone doesn't follow us or engage back, but I, you just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And yeah, I don't, I think we talk about that more in this conversation, um, in this episode. But anyway, thinking back to that, and kind of replying and not replying, but yeah, replying to people that message me and engaging more. It just feels like it's just such a much nicer place to be and just being more engaged rather than just mindlessly scrolling. Thinking back to that analogy of being at the farmer's market and just being curious about what's going on and who's around or who you might bump into and something that you might discover that you might not have known before. I mean, that in itself just shifts the way that I want to use Instagram and be present on it. So yeah, I don't know if that's something that you needed to hear or yeah, like I hope that helps you too in case you've been feeling the same way. But yes, the suspense, this week's guest, (laughs) this week's guest is my friend Estée Lalonde. She is, I mean, I guess she's what people would tend to call an influencer, but I don't know like she is just incredible and she has a prolific audience on social media and that the way that she uses social media I mean like she's on it and she presents herself is so real and that's why I wanted to talk to her like on another phase um and to talk about social media and boundaries I mean Estee has got her own YouTube channel, she's got her own podcast, she's written a book, she's collaborates with Daisy um, Jewelry, she's just about to, I mean at the time of recording this, her newest collection will be out. She is really into beauty and self-care and fashion and yeah, lots of things I think that you would relate to, I'm sure. But yeah, in this conversation we talk about our relationship with social media and our feelings about it at the time of recording and yeah something you talk about is like ride that wave that you're on because I think we just have these times where we're like yeah I want to be on it all the time and then there's other times where you're just like oh like I just want to hold something back for myself and then you're like oh I want to be on it all the time I mean that might be something to do with the moon and the menstrual cycle as well so yeah I might, I might track that a little bit more anyway to see yeah like if what the correlation is there but anyway we also, in this episode, talk about astrology and Este has started to learn the tarot. So we talk about that and I share some tarot tips as well. During this recording, Este pulls a couple of tarot cards and on reflection, they are so representative of Scorpio season, which is the season that we're in right now. So perhaps there's something in the messages from the cards for you too. say how are you feeling <laughs> you don't want to know but, but after I all these know. <laughs> tech issues it's just like so classic mercury retrograde I thought people were joking about that yeah it's a thing I mean I can safely say it is a thing I felt <laughs> weird for a couple of days now but today has just been 
frustration after frustration. Like I actually feel like throwing something, not to mention the fact that I'm coming off the birth control pill. Oh yeah. You were saying that the other day, weren't you? So I am, I'm either going to cry or I'm going to scream or I'm going to punch something. Yeah. It's really weird. It's intense. Like I think just mercury retrograde on its own is intense and coming off birth control. Cause how long were you on it for? 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to come off it, but <laughs> I'm giving myself a three month break, but I'm mm. now like, is this the person I really am? This rage within me? Is this who I really am? No, it's just, it's just your hormones. Like they just go, I mean, personally, when I was on the pill, I was paranoid. I was crying all the time. So any version of me was better <laughs> than me on it. <laughs> is like I'm fine on it I'm happy mm. on it yeah I love being on it it's when I whenever I've tried to come off it it's like I can't cope with it well um what's made you want to come off of it all these people on the internet saying how bad <laughs> hormones are for you mm. but I don't even think they're that bad I'm gonna stay on a lower dose birth control pill mm. because I can't well look it's only been two and a half weeks. Let's just see how it is when I level off. I'm going to do it for three months, but if I can't, I can't live like this, honestly. Well, I guess it's just like long-term PMT. Like Literally. Ongoing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, have you seen your acupuncture guy? I've seen my acupuncture guy. <laughs> I bet you've done other things. Every person under the sun. And I knew I was chatting to you too. Yeah. So just, let's see if we can find some <laughs> peace today. <laughs> um what else has been going on so you've been getting everything ready for the new collection yes been getting everything ready for the new collection how is it yeah because I saw the um because when this goes out it will the collection will be out is it called journey or is that just the no it's I don't know if I can well it'll be out yeah 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 it's called elevate oh love it I like it because it says E-L, my initials at the front. It was like, elevate, I love it, E-L. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really like to me an elevated basics collection. And mm-hmm. we just wanted to create something that was going to complement all of our other pieces. But mm-hmm. have to go on and on about that. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, so like what you've done is probably so many people's like dream. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's just do one. And other people are like, oh my gosh, like, that'd be my dream. Um, and getting to create with like people that you love and also like because you get to work with Rebecca, like massive. Yes. Rebecca Monroe, fan club. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. She's just so talented in everything mm. she does and like she really makes my job easier because mm. I don't know. It's just her energy is so good yeah. to work with. And I loved, I loved having her around. Cause I was like, okay, let's just get this done. Yeah. Cause I actually find shoots and things like that. Very stressful. Mm, I bet. Um, like a lot of people are like, Oh, that looks so fun. But like, to me, it's like, Oh God, I, I don't like having my picture. I'm not a model. I don't like <laughs> that. All that stuff. I mean, I'm a Leo, so I like it a little. Yeah. But- <laughs> you like the bit after when you look amazing and it's captured and everyone's like, oh my yeah. God, babe. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, I know. But on the day, I'm like a big ball of nerves. Mm. But-, but I guess it's, it can be so triggering when you're doing that and you're putting yourself out there. And if, pe- if you've got more people looking at your face, like closer up, than what you're yeah. new- looking at you from different angles, like it can be like a lot. Definitely. Um, and also like, I haven't been feeling great in my own skin. And I don't know if that's part of like COVID or 
I just, there's nothing going on right now. I think in like anybody's lives that's mm. really like invigorating them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just feel so flat and mm. like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, there's nothing in me that's like fiery, which is weird because I'm a fire sign. And I just feel like there's nothing where I'm like, I never walk down the street and like somebody like checks me out and I'm like, oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> there's like none of that vibe right mm. now. So yeah, it's interesting that you picked up on that. I think because we're not, I, we're not doing the usual things that invigorate us. We're restricted in, in so many ways. And I think we're just plugging in and just getting on with it. But I did my Venus, uh, not Venus, my Libra tarot spread the other day. And I shared on Instagram and it just came like, I got the sun and I got um, the king of wands and again that was all about energy and fire and it's like, oh yeah I'm not doing any of the things and I ended up I've already mentioned this a couple of times in the recordings but I ended up on Saturday night booking myself in for a night in the Hoxton on my own Ooh. went to we had a float went for a float tank in the afternoon did that had a really nice dinner read my book and then went to the Tate Mo- like Tate Modern on Sunday and just mooched around and I like, had a nice brunch at the hotel and I was like I feel like me again. <laughs> so nice. I mm. want that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you forget, it's hard to get it back. But also what's interesting is this year, astrologically, Jupiter is in Capricorn. Okay. So Jupiter is the planet, planet of um, like luck and abundance and expansion and good times. Okay. Um, but in Capricorn, Capricorn is like resourcefulness, minimalism. <laughs> so what and it's doing, isn't it? Yeah. And hardworking. So it's a complete, like complete opposite of what Jupiter is about but what's happening is when Jupiter is in Capricorn what that is doing is it's helping us expand career-wise but we're not getting the celebration we're not getting the you know like that fire and that kind of connection and that kind of spark like we normally would that makes a lot of sense like I feel and I know like a few of my closest friends like we're all just like like nose to the ground just like work 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 Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. working more than I've ever worked in my life on various projects but yeah there's never any like release almost it's so horrible but I also kind of like it because it's like I'm getting a lot done yeah um (laughs) yeah but um Jupiter goes into Aquarius uh in December I think it is so that will shift (laughs) anyway but it's so interesting because like even my friend Francesca Oddi who's an astrologer like because we're both born this is our Jupiter return. So we were both born in a year when Jupiter was in Capricorn. So this is a, cause this is our kind of like Jupiter sign. This is when we're supposed to kind of like really make the most of it. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. I, I knew there was a Saturn return, but yeah. are you telling me there's a return for all planets? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's something going on, but Jupiter's a good one. Like Jupiter, well, not that all of them are a good one. <laughs> You're like, I just can't leave the house ever again. <laughs> No, so Jupiter, so we have, um, so you have like a Venus return. So it, I think it's like the alignment of where some, oh, my friend Kim explains it better. But something, there's a, a day which is like your Jupiter return, which is like your, your, not your Jupiter, your Venus return. So it's like your Venus birthday. So Venus is the planet of like love and beauty. So when it's on that day, I think maybe in the, in the same, not the same day or the same position or something, but that's like the day where like, you feel the most, I don't know if it's you feel the most beautiful, but that's a really good time to change the way that you look or do something beautiful about yourself. We need to figure out my day. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's a, that's the thing. But yeah, Jupiter. When so when that sign is because all the planets take different amounts of time to orbit the planet. So Mercury is quicker because it's closer. Okay. So like Saturn is Saturn that takes twenty eight years. That's further out. So that's why that doesn't that won't your Saturn return won't come back again and for another twenty eight years. I don't want to see it ever again. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so yeah so all of these different things but yeah so this year's jupiter return like our jupiter return so we've both been like let's just get on with you make the most of it use that energy while we're feeling focused and motivated with work because you know it like as anyone will do there will be other times where you are not motivated by work (laughs) and that's a lot and then you feel bad about it (laughs) so you've got to ride the wave that you're on definitely ride the wave that you're on okay i'll try to remember that one (laughs) Um, but what else is it? And like next year, it's like Jupiter and Capricorn, not Jupiter, Capricorn, Jupiter in Aquarius, which I looked back last time Jupiter was in Aquarius for me it was like a really good year. So, and the the astrology is repeating patterns. So just think of like that, but with what you know now. Okay, I think can only be a good thing. I need to I need to figure out how to do that and go back mm. and. Figure- when the last time that was happening yeah so you work out so you can work out like um listen to my episode with Kimberly like star sign style because we talk all about that and the, the dates and different things so you okay. can be like okay but the tran like the main transit so some of them take longer so like I said Jupiter is a year so it's easier to track okay like what was that theme of that year going on so you could go back to um again like 12 years ago when Jupiter was in Capricorn then like what was going on in your life then was that a big year for you with work and what shifted or what changed then and then you kind of see the patterns kind of interesting repeating yeah so do that like I I didn't have I didn't journal that far back so I just went through like my Facebook pictures (laughs) and I was like and my my Facebook statuses to kind of like get a gist of like where I was at which is quite cringy as well some of it (laughs) oh yeah I deleted my Facebook for that very reason. Mm, yeah. Well, um, and like for you, because you are like your whole career, well, no, it's, it's not what all you're about because, but in, the internet, I think not just for you, but for so many of us is such a big thing. And your business is built on the internet with like content creation and promoting what you do. Like, how do you f- like find that? Because you've got massive amounts of like people on your, like kind of following you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing that I really liked about doing the jewelry was it was the first thing that I had in my career that was like a physical thing that regular people, for instance, yeah. could understand. <laughs> like I could yeah. say to my grandma, oh, this is this jewelry. She'd be like, oh, amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there's still a part of me that like craves that tangible thing um, because the internet is so fleeting and Sometimes it is it do, it is its own world, really. And sometimes I just want to stay on planet Earth. Yeah. So I like to have a mix. That's why I really like the jewelry. But yeah, I mean, the internet is the reason that I can do can live my life basically. Yeah. Um, without it, I don't know what I can't even think about it. But we mm. don't have to because yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, and I do really enjoy it. I think there's a lot of perks and a lot of great things about it, but there's also a lot of things that, um, I found, especially of like 10 years of putting my life online that, you know, I need to have stricter boundaries with. Yeah. That mu- it must be so hard. Cause I, I get overwhelmed and I've like got 
like the tiniest fraction of people message it probably messaging me and following me and sometimes I think oh my god what does Estee do with <laughs> like how <laughs> well, I think like a lot of the time like especially on the internet you get told by people all the time like get a real job and mm even work like I said on my vlog the other day like I'm gonna take the afternoon off and someone was like take the afternoon off from what you know so you're always having to mm. kind of like defend how much you work but you know I I recently hired someone that is working with me and I think she's I mean I can't speak for her but I feel like maybe she's a little surprised at like just the pace yeah at which I work um I wake up at seven and I, well, especially now that I've been in this zone, I work until 11, 12 at night sometimes these days. And you know, people don't see that. And yeah, I think just coming down from that is really difficult. So when I was speaking about boundaries, like even to go, that's why I think my dog is such a great thing in my life. Mm. She's a, there's always a reason yeah. and you know, <laughs> she needs specific, a specific type of attention um for anyone listening who doesn't know she's a stray a stray dog and she's she's special needs that's she's been diagnosed as special needs Aww. she's such a sweetie <laughs> and she's super nervous I know so I have to take her to specific parks I really have to take a lot of extra time away from the high pace of the internet and all this noise you know so I'm so grateful that I have her at first maybe I wasn't because I was like I can't do this it's too much work but now it's like oh the reason is because it takes me out of this takes me out of my head puts me back in my body helps me connect with nature the earth her um so the boundaries thing and also just like you know, I don't have to prove to anyone the level at which I work, but I have to know in myself that it's okay to slow down mm. because I don't know. I'm always trying to, in a way, prove something to myself because I'm being told you're not working a lot. You're not working enough. And I'm so like, okay, I'm going to work harder, work harder, work harder. You can't, you will literally combust. And I have, I've had like actual breakdowns because of like, I wouldn't say exhaustion, but it's a type of exhaustion because you're giving so much mm. and it's hard to do that all the time without replenishing yourself in other ways. So it's all a balance. Yeah. And I think, and it, I think people don't realize that how much of an energetic thing social media is that you're opening like it's a social media channel but you're also opening up to all of these different things so when you are interacting with people you're somehow energetically plugging into all of these different things so it's yeah it's a lot and you do have it's really yeah but I noticed like I don't know if this, this might sound really weird but I kind of like noticed like where with social media I feel like you have a capacity and you kind of like build up your stamina with it so mm -hmm. I remember like once a little oh, it was quite a while ago but I, the more that I was on it or the more active I'd kind of like have it and then I'd do that and have this burst and be commenting and something like say for example a comment or something you post gets like loads of interact engagement so you're com replying to it all and then after you kind of have a crash yeah and feel like Oof, and then it's just kind of like it happens again but you can kind of deal with it but then you build up this weird stamina is yeah. that a thing I think like especially when I first started this job it was a big thing I would have huge highs, really low lows, boop, 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 boop all the time. Now I'm so aware that that can happen that I literally don't even let it get to that stage. But then it's tough because you need to, 
maintain a level of approachability and access to keep your audience engaged and to have the community that's the whole reason why you're doing this, right? Mm. So you have to really, it's so intuitive, actually. I've seen people burn out, I've burned out, and now it's just kind of like, okay, if even if I get a picture that's like doing really well, I'll like look at it and I'll be like, oh, that picture's doing really well. I sometimes will just even put my phone away and my mom will say, did you see how many pictures, that, how many <laughs> likes that picture got? I'm like, yeah. no, I haven't looked. What do you mean you haven't looked? Mm -hmm. Just because I'm so in tune with like the destructiveness that can, that, you know, can happen because of that. Yeah. And when you say destructive, do you mean the kind of like burnout side of it? Well, you know, I'm somebody who actually thinks like too many positive comments is a bad thing, mm -hmm. just as bad almost as too many negative ones, because I don't know. I just, I, I spent my entire twenties, like a lot of people praising me, a lot of people like saying positive things about me. That's not normal either to be put on a pedestal like that. Like, you know, your goals, you're amazing. You can do no wrong. You can miss that, you know, but you also. <laughs> So get the opposite side too, which, you know, is a whole other thing, but mm. neither is particularly good um, because you start to not feel anything. And then when somebody gives you a compliment in real life, it can't stick, you know, I thought in, for me, this is just my own experience. Like if somebody was like, oh, you're like, a, you know, if I, if I say I was dating someone and they were yeah. like, you're so beautiful, I'd be like, thanks. Like it doesn't hit me because mm. I have built this shield from the amount of comments and opinions that I get every single day. So the access thing you were mentioning before of like how you're energetically open. Yeah, you are. Mm. And it's hard. It's not like a tap. You can't just turn it off and on. No, <laughs> especially when you're, when your um, livelihood depends on it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I enjoy it. Like I enjoy it. I enjoy interacting with people. So it's like too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. You know, and that's like kind of what I have to tell myself, but also, you know, too much of the internet is also a bad thing and okay. But there's also a good part of it. So you need to like tune into the good part of it and know when to walk away. Yeah. It's, I think people are just still learning how to navigate it and use it though as well, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I first started, social media wasn't really something everyone had. Like people were viewers, but not everybody participated. Right. And now I feel like every single Tom, Dick and Harry has an Instagram that's like, you know, they might even be getting sponsored, like super small accounts, like regular people like getting sponsored now. I saw someone the other day that got sponsored and like that person wasn't even an influencer. So, so it's just we're all turning into brands in a way. And that's interesting for me. And I feel like I, in a way, have a bit of a leg up because I've been doing it for much longer. So I don't know. I just, don't get me going. <laughs> you see, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm about to ask this question. I'm like, am I going to take this even, you know, don't go there. I'm like, I'm about to take this even deeper. Oh, have God. you seen that Black Mirror episode with the likes? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. And, you know, it's really scary. And for me, it's like, I even said to someone the other day, like, I don't want to be 
in my, in my downtime and in my spare time, I'm the least Instagram person you've ever met in your life. You wouldn't <laughs> know that I had this job if you didn't know, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, like I just, I am a low key, easy breezy person who wants nothing to do with that in my downtime because I do it all the time. So I don't know when I'm like in my downtime and my friends are around, like, let me get a picture of that. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely, I used to be like all the time, like selfies and pictures. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> even yeah. just, yeah. I just get people like people take pictures of me and just batch it, get a load of pictures done. And then I can just put them out when I want to, because I just yeah. find it hard I to like do that. that. The way people do that though, they'll be like, took the weekend off, but this mm. is what happened. So yeah. like you're taking the pictures, but you're not sitting like on your phone, like uploading them live. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I can respect that too. Yeah. It's nice to kind of, I guess it's like you said, that's the boundary though, isn't it? It's like, I'm going to take these pictures. I'm going to share them and well, I'm going to take these pictures. And if after the, after the weekend, if I feel like sharing them, then I will. But actually if something happens, I want to keep that to myself. Like for me personally, I'm feeling like I want to keep more to myself. Yeah. Whereas normally I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm here and then late, but then maybe I'm just because I'm moving through my own stuff. I'm feeling more inward and not feeling like I want to share so much. And yeah, like you said, like that can change, like even within a month. That yeah. can change, like, <laughs> and next week. <laughs> and next week, next hour. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'll go out and have a nice day and with my friends or whatever, and I'll want to po- post about it. And other times I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to post about that. So like you said about riding the wave you're on, yeah. <laughs> what you got to do with social media. <laughs> be on that wave yeah. or learn to surf it at least well um, because yeah because <laughs> yeah, um what was I gonna say like because one of the reasons when we were like talking about getting together for this I was like oh yeah because you had posted about social media not social media social dilemma that latest Netflix documentary that everybody well it feels like everybody that's a massive exaggeration <laughs> everybody like you and a few other people <laughs> but I'd watched it as well but it is I think that's like what surprised me is like how shocking it was for some people that that's what surprised me that is such a good point like to maybe me and you it's like so obvious but to the average person who isn't aware of analytics and doesn't know where your data is going like we're behind that I see the data I've seen for 10 years yeah like I know how valuable data is and you know we're living in a world where like you you're a consumer with data okay like that's just what it is but it's just being conscious of that and I think when people are like what do you mean they're using this for this that (laughs) you didn't know yeah it's mad even years ago I saw this South Park episode like like years and years and years ago and it was about you know when people the terms and conditions for iTunes and people yeah. just do it and no one reads it and it was this like it was gross it's like this human sent iPad so you know like the human centipede but it was like with an iPad and it was just this chain of people it's it gross but that was so ahead of its time mm. everyone's signing clicking not reading the terms and conditions like and I know when I first started getting a mailing list and I was like oh my god I can see who's opened it I can see how many times and I was like if I know this, and that's just scratching the tiniest surface, like what do other people know about our behaviors? Yeah. And that, I think that program like illustrated how much they do know and how much they can tailor that. Definitely. And, you know, all of that being said, like I, I'm part of it. I yeah. like 
being, you know, it's my job. And also like, I'm a consumer. I like getting newsletters. I like getting this and that and the other yeah. thing. <laughs> In a way, sometimes I like being targeted because it's like, oh, that's the thing I didn't know I needed, but I yeah. definitely do. Yeah. Um, it can be a way, good thing. It can be a good thing. Like, I don't know. I just think it's, it's the awareness. Yeah. But the kids, the kids thing scares me. Like, um, yeah. What was, was the response that you got from when you did the stories and asked yeah. people their children, if they were, was it the, if they'd give their children iPhones? Yeah. Like, do you let your kids have access to the internet from a young age? Like, and at what age, you know, like that's a tough decision to make because you obviously want your kids to grow up like aware and like knowing what's going on and like be of the time, but it's also like very dangerous, but you know, I was speaking to most people, by the way, said that they wouldn't give their mm. kids um, access to the internet or it would be monitored. Um, I don't know how many of those people were lying, though. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> They're borrowing the kids phone to reply. You know, to <laughs> but I um, ran into someone the other day when I was walking my dog and she was just telling me that her daughter's like 16 and was being bullied online. Um, and had to drop out of school and become homeschooled. And like, that is just something that I think about a lot because just, you know, we all know how hard school was. And then for this extra thing, it's like, oh, I, I, I can't, I can't bear it. Actually. I honestly like can hardly bear it um, to put, I don't know. I just, I think it would break my heart if that was my kid. Yeah. Because also they want it to fit in. Yeah. And there's so, so many children are addicted to, like on my, um, social dilemma like the kid who was addicted to it didn't they like lock it away I think so in a in a box or something and she like smashed it open to get it out also like what was interesting is when you grow up with it you you can't really differentiate the fact that that's that world and this is this world and this is real and that's not real because the internet world is real it's a reality um and I just think there's not enough socialization in the actual real world now with all the internet stuff. And then now with COVID, it's like, oh, I just, I really am conscious of getting away from the screens because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so confusing, like, isn't it? Because like, yeah, it's not real, but it is. But and, like, there's so much good can come out of it. Exactly. So many good things do. So many like issues that need awareness. People yeah. find out about it because it's not covered in mainstream media. There is so many good things, but also lots of different. You know, people are feeling more accepted than ever before. You find other people who you relate to. Like that's all amazing. Mm. Yeah, I've just signed up for um, a, web, a web design course, and <laughs> just you know when you just I can't get my website right, and I've just thought I just need to learn how to do it myself. Yes. Because then it's just then it's just done. And um like they've got this Slack group and this community and it I've just only watched the orientation video so far, but they've got people all around the world and they've got such a good thing going on. And I think that is amazing that so many people from around the world can get together like that and find their people. Definitely. When they might not yeah. To like the education and stuff as well. Like people are more empowered than ever before, like I love all these online courses. Mm. Oh, I love it. What was the latest online course that you did? Well, I'm going to do a Neil's Yard essential oils Ooh. one. Yeah. And I'm also going to sign up for an Excel course. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> As, uh, much like you, I just figure I need to learn how to do this myself mm. because yeah. I don't know how to do it. 
yeah I think that's another thing though like with like what you do and what, what I do people think that it's probably with you making videos and the the beauty products and all these things and for me like crystals and tarot cards but there's so much that goes on that you have to learn yeah. behind the scenes to market your business to run your business to do all of everything yeah. like exactly the beauty product element of my job is very small compared to all the other crap I have to do that I <laughs> didn't think I was ever gonna have to do yeah um and I was watching a webinar the other day um about somebody she was starting I feel like she was starting like a, a vibrator brand or something like mm. that and she's like I wanted to do this job because I wanted to create awesome vibrators <laughs> I didn't think I'd be like suing a corporation having to do all my accounting and like all this other stuff it's like it's true you have your passion but then you have all the stuff around it that you need to be able to do to be able to focus on your passion yeah so you need to have a lot of skills to run your own business mm. And I think that's not to put anyone off, but I think also it is a nut because it is when you're passionate about it, it doesn't feel like work. Right. It is like by passing on the button, like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this next thing. Cool. And like, that's what you're into. And because it applies to what you're doing and hopefully it's going to make your life easier, you're there for it. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's also important for other people to like on the outside looking in being like, oh, that's so glossy. Like, like there's so much that goes well, on. You know what? The way I always look at it is if they think that it's glossy and it looks great and mm. that I don't have a job, then I'm doing my job yeah. because I'm making you think that this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a swan. Like a swan's like all elegant on the top and then under the water, it's just like paddling exactly. frantically. Exactly. <laughs> the swan <Yeah>. effect. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What, um, so around like boundaries and the, the internet, like what would you say? Like, how do you kind of have your boundaries like what like how do you put them in place like how do you make using the internet and social media like good for you you know and and kind of like have that maintain that element of self-care and and what you need out of it well like for instance I'm doing a vlog vlogtober-ish so I'm doing more vlogs than I've ever done before and like I started a vlog today and today has just been so stressful that I actually was like you know what I'm not doing this freaking video today because it's not going to come out well. It's adding stress to my life and nobody's going to watch it anyway. And then they're all going to think I'm just complaining all day anyway. <laughs> so I'm just going to put the camera down and pick this up tomorrow. So I think it's knowing when enough is enough. Is enough. And also just like, listen to yourself. Like, do you really need to be filming that? You know, I don't know. I, I just feel like that. And also like, usually when I'm not doing lots of videos, I take the weekend off. I really, before October have been excellent at turning off my computer at six or seven and not working on the weekends. Now that has not been happening in October, but it's going to be happening in November. Mm -hmm. And also this weekend on Saturday, I'm having a no phone day. Ooh. So that means the only time I'm going to be using my phone is to call my mom and Google Maps. <laughs> that is it. I love that they're your essentials. <laughs> I know. My mom, I was just talking to her before I called you and she was like, how sad is it that the highlight of my day is when you call me? And I was like, that's not sad. That's amazing because it's the highlight of my day too. Yeah. Like just something I have to do to stay mm. grounded. So yeah. And I think it's the little things as well. And like you said, like with you having so much going on and so many, like so much, but you need those things that keep you Definitely. in the here and now that is real. Yeah. And also like, I've struggled so much over the, the years with my mental health and stuff. Mm. And 
like it's like the internet boundaries. It's like I know, and most people know when they're feeling off within themselves, like you have to sort it out. You can't just keep going through it because mm. I just, I don't want to have another burnout or like actual nervous breakdown. Yeah. I think once you've gone through it though, and like same for, similar for me, like from my own experiences is that once you've had that, you're like, whoa, like I've been there, done that. You have that awareness of what the red flags are. <laughs> And that you have a choice to call in support yes and it doesn't have to go that far what um what are the things that have helped you the most like with your mental health well I think like the whole saying no movement has been great and like in a way I really loved COVID because it meant that I just didn't have the pressure you know it was like it was a given that it was a no I'm not hanging out <laughs> so <laughs> I think as well like you know realizing that if you have to cancel something or if you have to reschedule, like it's okay. Like that's fine. You know, (laughs) don't take on more than you can actually chew. Um, what was the question? Mental health, mental Uh, health. What's helped you? Oh yeah. I love acupuncture. I know. I love acupuncture. I love baths so much. I love tarot mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know like yeah. tarot has been such a huge part of my journey of like I don't even know if it's self-reflection but it's just like a type of focus mm-hmm. I love tarot <laughs> like seriously I am um, it's funny because when you got your tarot deck and then we were like bouncing back and forth with like voice notes and I was like oh my god your you had the high priestess which was like what will support you and that's all about your intuition Mm. and so it just makes so much sense that now you've got like gone there with the tarot and the tarot is you know like helping you tune in it is but I I have to say I've been bad at that because what I was doing was pulling a card every day or a couple of cards and like journaling on that but I've just been so overwhelmed but can I just show you tomorrow what I've got I have the romance angels oracle cards by Doreen Virtue Are these rare? I don't know. I've never seen them before, so maybe. Oh, okay. Because I watch a lot of tarot on YouTube because yeah. that's what I do in my spare time. <laughs> and I see everybody has these. They're like oracle cards. I don't know. I really yeah. like them. And then I also obviously bought like the regular one. And then mm. I got the modern witch one. What are the modern? What do they look like? I don't know if I've seen the, these ones. What? These beautiful ones? Oh, I saw someone share them the other day on Instagram. I haven't used those ones. Oh my gosh. You're just like an OG tarot reader. (laughs) So I feel like you don't really need to like get all these crazy decks. You're like, I'm good. I I know some people, I'm very monogamous. So I'll have a deck or a couple of decks and that is it. Right. Um, One of my friends, Vix, is a tarot reader. I mean, her thing was, or it is like, she uses all these different decks and she'd get sent them all the time. So she'd do her like weekly reading and she'd just have these bookshelves just full of tarot decks. And for me, that's just too much. Like I like one deck and just, or like a couple and they're my, what I work with. But I go through phases. So I, I, I used to, I started off with the traditional deck and then I worked with the wild unknown. Then I started working with this, which was very abstract. It's very like kind of like black and white with kind of primary colors. And then I started working with the star child, which is a lot more feminine and kind of that collage. I don't know what, is it collage? You know, when they're all like different, it's like pictures on pictures. Yeah. 
but uh, but it looks like a set a scene and then I've been but then I lost one of the cards from the deck and I was like oh my god and I personally wouldn't use a deck with a card missing but I'd bought the serpent fire deck which I've used and I've used on you but I was a bit intimidated by it but then because I'd lost the deck the card from the deck and I had a whole day of readings booked and I was like well I've got a got to use yeah. this deck and I just had the most amazing day of readings because I get attached to my cards I'm like we've gone through so much like <laughs> all these are realizations that like, we're my best friend <laughs> like, yeah, realizations cool. and helps other people and then like to have lost a card but that again things happen for a reason and then worked for the serpent fire so yeah I don't know if another deck will come in for me cool but like, how are you getting on with like learning, like um, using your cards? Well, I just always like holding them and yeah. I always feel like, you know, I try to give, put my energy into the deck. That's about as far as I get. And then occasionally I will like journal a couple of cards and like just pick one and Google what it means and stuff and like see how it relates to my life. But like, I just pulled the death card. Ooh, transformation. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> so it's just fun and it I yeah. feel like it kind of like instigates things within me of like ooh, maybe that is how I'm feeling and like I just think it's I think it's an excellent tool mm, yeah I even like I don't pull a card every day but I like doing like a spread I mean sometimes I pull a card because I'll just be like, like what is going on and like you know deep down but you need something to just kind of like yeah. clarify it but I really like doing the bigger spreads because it just it gives me more to work with just like as if I was re doing a reading for other people yeah I mean that makes sense for you because you actually know what every card means inside <laughs> and out and I'm like if I pull five cards I'm like I'll be here for an hour with my glasses on like googling what these mean so oh yeah I know next my plan for next year is to teach a tarot course so you have to like I, I want in it. I already told you I want in I, yeah. want to I think it maybe I'll do I don't know maybe I'll do a like a beginner's one to just get people started before I teach that like a, yeah. like a little thing I was kind of thinking oh you'll hold it off but maybe I'll do something because people need tarot now more than ever mm. seriously yeah. I love yeah. it I always get whenever I share the tarot spreads like so many people are like oh my god like this is what I because we need to be reminded that we need to check in definitely with ourselves and what's going on and I think so often we just go into autopilot yeah. And then we don't know. And we need the cards help us to be like, come on, babe. I'm like sitting here <laughs> hoping you're going to say, let's do a reading right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's fine. But you've yeah. just put like, but even like with the, the, um, it was interesting. Like, as you were saying with the death card that like you've just pull, pulled out, and, like, even that for you, I kind of feel like with the death, like, look at how, like, what's transforming in your life and what is being released. And that might be like where you're feeling, um, where you've been coming off the pill and feeling super hormonal. Like that might be that contraction that you're feeling, that tension might be part of that kind of rebirth energy that's coming through. And that's always, I mean, for me, I know that whenever I'm about to have a big breakthrough or a big shift, like it's like the shit hits the fan. Like, <laughs> so that's normally a sign <laughs> that's, that's, like, that it's, something's gonna come through. Like in a way I thought to myself, why am I doing this? But in another way, it's like, I want to feel it. I can't explain it. I just want to feel everything. Yeah. And that's what you got your wish. <laughs> I got my wish, but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, a Leo in a bad mood is already you'd want to step away. Mm. But a Leo coming off birth control, like <laughs> back up and run. 
<laughs> you need to make a meme of that. <laughs> I did see a meme yesterday. It made me laugh. I was going to send it to you. It was yeah, um, send it to me. I will. It was um something about like waking up from Mercury retrograde in your ex's bed with bangs. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh. Anyway. <laughs> It was a meme that you shared the other day was like, what was it? If you like, if you were an emo and you're into astrology now, like you're probably yeah. into astrology now. Yeah. If you were an emo growing up, you're definitely into astrology now. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but have you always been into kind of like spirituality and like the tarot and astrology and things like that? Yeah. I mean, when I was maybe, I want to say 14, I remember going into my book local bookstore and buying like a Wiccan Bible and my mom being like, get that thing out of here, get it out of here. And my brother's like, cool. So you think you're a witch now? Like, you know, and like, I remember being a little like taunted and not bullied, but like a little mm. made fun of. Yeah. And then my mom was like, return that right away. So I returned it. So I always kind of felt like I couldn't explore it properly. And, um, now I feel like I'm a little older and less kind of open, but I'm still open. Yeah. But um, I'm a little more jaded, you could say. Um, so I, I'm really interested in it and I love learning about it. Um, but yeah, I've always been into it, actually. I think like the first time I heard that like you can actually cast spells, like modern spells, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, I, I loved it. I wanted to hear about it. But you know, now, like knowing what I know now, it's not so much spells. It's like, like, it's like attention and like setting, setting intention, Mm -hmm. um, on certain things. That's interesting to me. I really want to do more, more work like that of like setting intentions and that whole thing. Mm. Well, you've got Luna. (laughs) You've got my phone. I know. I know. It's all in there. I was supposed to like drink some moon water the other day and I didn't get around to it, but <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I think it can be so hard to do things, especially when you're busy or you've got a lot on, like, I think being busy and having a lot on are two different things. And, um, then it's, oh yeah, it's the full moon, but you're like, oh yeah, I'll do that later. And then you're like, I'm just, I'll go to bed. And then you're like, oh, I didn't do that. It literally is no later. Yeah, I didn't do that thing. And you're like, oh, I've missed it. But I think it's just nice to kind of have just check check in. Yeah, it is my job. So because I lead moon ceremonies and post, like, I have to know yeah. when the moon phases up. And it's quite nice because it holds me accountable. Right. To do it's those good. things. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I need to, oh, I don't know what I need to do. Right now I can <laughs> get through the day. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Like I was having this conversation with one of my friends the other day like someone I've seen someone on Instagram like oh I've had I've been had like planning for 2023 and my vision for next year I'm like babe I just want to get through the day like I I can't even go there I know literally I can't even go there because also like I feel like it's just pointless in a way anyway because so much happens and feelings change and evolve so much yeah and I think that just comes back to the power of now because when you're thinking about next year or the year after, you're not in the now. Exactly. My mom literally said to me on the phone today, stop stressing about the future. You can't control it. Just mm. live right now. Yeah. It's hard though with everything that's going on at the moment. It's hard whether I think you're tuning into it 
unconsciously because it's in the news and what other people are talking about or it's on other people's mind that are around you it's hard not to think about the future or panic about it or have these thoughts and kind of creep into your head and also like people are feeling so stagnant why mm. so stagnant yeah. and it's like yeah. all you want to do is like get yourself out of that but that's not really gonna help I feel like yeah but maybe that's where we're meant to be that stagnant you know kind of yeah it's not comfortable not none of us want to be here and I think what what you're saying about it being think things being stagnant like for me it's also that lack lackluster yeah exactly kind of thing like I think that a lot of people are feeling Definitely. that but maybe that's also part of the fact that everyone has just kind of been work, working and just getting on with it and in survival yeah. mode that's true so things might kind of like shift then um but what was I gonna say like because you had um because you had an, a birthday like astrology reading didn't you and then you found what was it so your what's your sun rising and moon sign okay so my sun is leo rising is aquarius and moon. oh you're aquarius rising yeah okay right. right I don't know I thought that your moon let's say before I thought you were aquarius moon Oh, I think I'm a cancer moon. Okay, that's what, okay, right, yeah. But when I first did a reading for you, we were talking and I was like, are you Aquarius moon? <laughs> because like all of these things, but then you had that reading and then you were like, oh no, no, I'm Aquarius rising, cancer moon. And then I think that, and does that, from having that reading and what you've looked up about them, like does it resonate with you? Definitely, like, because I also had a birth chart reading and yeah, like the cancer moon thing makes a lot of sense it's weird because like I'm a Leo and like whatever, a rah, 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 I'm fierce <laughs> and that, whatever, but I am so emotional. And sometimes those emotions can turn fiery. And like we talked about that. And also just the Aquarius, I think in me as well is like, you know, I am a big thinker and I don't know, I'm, I can't be too tied down in a way. And like, I, I like the freedom, I think. So I, I feel like I have elements of everything, but I definitely, definitely identify as a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> and with you, because when you were, because before I thought you were can Aquarius moon, but now you're Cancer moon. Then looking at it, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, because your friends call you a feeder as well, don't they? Yes, my friends recently started calling me a feeder. <laughs> but like food is a big thing, like the, in your kind of like what you share as well. And like one of the things with cancer is like nourishment. Right. And food and like that can be their love language of like they want to feed people they want to nourish people so I was like oh that's so interesting that's cool that through because my mom is a cancer and like she can't really oh, that, okay she always is feeding me something she's like chocolate covered almond <laughs> you're like yep <laughs> yeah. um it's like my mom is an Aquarius I'm Aquarius moon and my boyfriend is Aquarius yes so it's so interesting that you're Aquarius moon and your mum is Aquarius moon. No, Aquarius, not Aquarius. Your mum is Cancer and you are Cancer moon. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I get always getting them mixed up. Yeah. Like the connection with mothers is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Because also your moon sign relates to like the, the mo- your connection with your mother. Right. And your relationship. So um, I attended a workshop years ago with like Madeline um, from Astrology astrology for artists who I'm going to be interviewing like for the podcast um and she was saying like so our moon our moon sign is also how we relate to our mum or our mum relates to us and it kind of that represents that relationship and that will be why your mum has a different relationship to your siblings 
Mm. and they treat they treat you differently not necessarily because they want like they see you differently but there's something in your emotional needs that are different so then that shifts the um like that changes how they are from like siblings right I mean yeah you can't treat everybody exactly the same certain things just feel a little different yeah because I do find that it's interesting, like sometimes like parents be like, oh, I don't know, like older parents. And like, I don't know why they're like that. We've both been brought up the same. It's like, well, how could you do that? Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> they could not. Like they might have lived in the same house, but there would have been a time where you were more emotionally available for one. Um, but to, because you were busy with them, you wouldn't be emotionally available for the other one because you can't split yourself in two. So you, you, can't, you can't be the same for everyone. But also what I remembered earlier when I was just like talking. So I journal and I was like reflecting back on my journals and I thought it was really interesting how around the October full moon or new, like, um, like basically when I did your tarot reading last year at She's Lost Control, yeah, that was, to, that was around a moon thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was new or full moon. So when I look back on my journal prompt, I'd written about you then. Then in the new moon, the full moon in Libra in March, I'd mentioned you then. And what, then like- I think there was something that we'd, that we'd done something together or we'd had okay, a conversation. Okay, okay. So I would have been like, I think the first one was like, oh, um, like I did a tarot essay and she mentioned me. I've got, and like lots of people have started following me. Okay. Okay. Like that's so like, that were like, it wasn't like, dear like, journal, like just writing about you. I it was you like, meant, like you had some amazing epiphany about my life. No. <laughs> Like, but I was then, like, share, share. Yeah, but oh, but then so, but then on the full full moon in Libra, I think we had a session together, yeah. and then for the new moon in Libra, we were talking about doing this together. Interesting. So I was like, did, I was like, essay, essay, essay. I was like, what's like? <laughs> so what is that? I don't know what that. I don't means. know. Okay, I don't know what that means. But I just thought, I thought that it was just really interesting how. Um, that because we don't talk to each other like obviously we were in contact on Instagram and yeah <laughs> we, like message each other and what's it but we're not we don't connect like this all the time so it's yeah. so interesting how these things the patterns are really yeah interesting. have like come through and I was like do I have an essay is that weird <laughs> yeah no I love it I, I don't know what it means but it yeah. does feel cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's I think the interesting thing because when we start to see the patterns or how things maybe energetically there's a time where we do we're drawn together consciously um and that might be karmic it might be that we know each other from a past life and there's something in us (laughs) coming together at different at different times um but I think that's why I really advocate you journal a little bit as well don't you a little bit I need to do it more Mm. but yeah I think that's one of the reasons why I always say like even if you kind of didn't do any rituals on the full moon or new moon just do have that day but like today I'm just going to journal some stuff even if it's a few lines of like, where I'm at, what am I, what am I feeling? What's going on? Like what's challenging me or what am I looking forward to? Yeah. And then when you kind of have that, then you can look back and say, okay, when the last, this time last year on that moon, how was I feeling? What was going on? What is the pattern there? Is there, is there similar things going on? Okay. I, yeah, you've convinced me. Yeah. Even if you just do that, I think, because I think one of the things that I love about working with the moon is that self-awareness element. It, acts as a mirror for self-reflection so if we've got these points it's just like all right you don't it's, you're just writing out how you're feeling and that can hold the massive key for what you need in the in when that's come through yeah. um, and that could be writing down it could just be simply scribbling down like your intention so 
I think um, like I was doing it for the Aries. I think it was like the Aries new moons and full moons or something like that. I get them all coming. My dates, every day is just blurring into one. Tell me about <laughs> it. But I had this theme of like, oh, um, working on the book, how I wanted the book launch to be, then how it kind of like, then the book launch had actually got pushed back. So then it came out later. So then it all aligned with the moons. It's and amazing. like the and how it had, had. And so I think for me, one of the things is reassuring to see how things play out. Because also when we know how things play out and if they keep playing out like that, we can work with that energy interesting that in that involves being very aware of what's going on journaling yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. but even if you just did it on a new moon and a full moon it's journaling twice a month yeah I mean on a very rare occasion it's we'll have like two new moons or two full moons in a month but most of the time it's just um one of each in every month I mean I advocate for journaling as like regularly as you can because I feel like it's a demister for your head Definitely. and helps you process what's coming up um but if you could only do it on a few times I'd say like do it then or around it if you miss the day do it the day before or the day after or whatever yeah. okay I think it's like a good, inspired me good. <laughs> yeah, I need to get back yeah. on the journaling thing because I think there's just we just have so much um I just think we have so much medicine for ourselves mm. And we just don't tap into it. We don't realize it. And then when we look back, you're like, oh yeah, like I know. And I think that just nurtures our relationship with ourselves and that self-trust piece. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That struck a nerve for, with me right there. That's really good. I need to do I I used to be so good at it, but it's just things get stressful and you're like, I don't know, I sit at my desk and I'm like, there's shit everywhere. I can't focus. <laughs> I can't journal like this, you know? Mm. But yeah. And also remember, journal, you can just write anywhere. It doesn't have to be the... Just I know, but I'm just, that's just the way I am. I, I like know. I've seen, I saw your, like, you, I think it was like your journaling thing. I've got these new pens. Yep. The only book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's just the way I am. Yeah. But I think that's not like, a lot of people are like that as well. That's true. I'm, per- I'm personally like, I'd rather do it imperfectly and just get it done than not. That's a better way to be. But I think that is, I don't know how easy that is for other people. not easy for other people like me that would literally make me just like throw my whole day yeah (laughs) I'd rather not do it at all yeah how funny (laughs) yeah I think it's just that's everyone's what works for one person doesn't work for everybody I think it's so important to remember that yeah and and find what works for you or do it in a way like for you if it's like right well I need a nice pen and the house needs to be my apartment needs to be tidy and I need to have a nice drink and a nice mug um then like that's what I need like as long as you know that factor that into your day then I know I need to I'm going Um, to yeah (laughs) I won't be checking up on you I don't have to be accountable to that but like I don't know I'm like so you're so like witchy I'm like are can you see me right now like (laughs) I'm gonna be like can she see me right now (laughs) no I can't I think some people do think that that's not how I work I would hate to be like that it's just like being on Instagram too much then isn't it like I don't I think I used to follow like people that came to see like clients um and like people that came to my events but like now I don't because it's too much it's not that I don't want to follow it's not that I don't care about them but for me I need to have that line of separation 
definitely of like me because otherwise I'm like oh how are they getting on or they're having a time like I can't separate myself um from people and I think yeah I think some people I don't know I have I don't know if you have this but you have some people that kind of like follow you then unfollow you then follow you again and then unfollow you it's like I can see what you're doing why are they doing that yeah no why are they doing yeah I don't know oh I don't know either yeah I don't know (laughs) no I don't know if it's to like I don't know if it's like I'm following you or I think it's like I'm following you 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 get notified that I'm following you so please follow me back yeah I don't know why they're doing it so I'm not going to message them and say hey I've seen you popping up yeah quite a few times I mean (laughs) (laughs) but and but it's like it's not personal but I have to have some distance and that might be my I'm like I'm Aquarius moon like I need that distance like I love same as you like I love that community I love that connection I love that being able to connect with with people and talk to them but that something's got to give definitely and it ain't gonna be me (laughs) yeah well I think we've just we've both probably in our own ways like both been there where you've given so much and then it's just not sustainable for anyone definitely but I have seen like some people more like American um people I don't want to say brands or Instagram things like but people where they'll like no DMs or they will kind of like release a statement of like their boundaries which I think is really cool well yeah I I, I couldn't do that I turned off my DMs but still managed to slip in there I don't know how (laughs) um because it's just it's too much but while we were talking I just pulled another card it says everything is fine what did you get the nine is that the nine of ten of ten of swords Ten of Swords. Yeah, so that's like that's an awakening energy as well. Like that's an ending. Oh, it's like the death. So you're shifting. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> because with this, with the like, say with the sword, like swords can be like um, it's the element of air. So it's like our thoughts and communication and what's going on. So when you have one sword with the aces, that it's like I've got an idea and it's super simple and I know what to do and it's, yeah. that's it. But when you have two swords, you're like, Oh, do I do this thing or do I do that thing? Right. Or do I talk, you know, like, what should I do? Like kind of that kind that duality, like twos in the tarot, are always duality. So one of the easy, an easy way to start learning the tarot is learn the symbolism. So learn the, learn the, like what each suit means so yeah. like what so the element so the element so like I said swords is air so it's communication thoughts ideas like beliefs about ourselves um cups is water so that's emotions relationships um and then you have wands which are fire so that's passion creativity um action and then you have pentacles or coins which are earth so that is um like material things like how much money you've got in the bank and work and your home and like all these different things so they're the like know them okay understand those elements of what they mean and then think of the numerology so like I said go through those numbers so um like one like I said is independence or initiation again one is simple it's like a new beginning and then two is that duality, but that could be balance as well, but it could be opposed opposition. Um, three is creation and expansion because from, from one and you have two, then you have three. So you imagine like two people having a baby, that's the three, that's the creativity and the expansion of it. Not necessarily, not literally having a baby, but yeah. that, that energetic, like kind of something's coming out of something. Um, 
and then four is stability because like four walls of the house mm. four, four, four legs on a t- chair table so that's the stability and then you have like five which can be a point of tension mm-hmm. um and then you have six which can be about harmony and balance because it's like the progression of the three um so you kind of go through all the numbers and then you have like seven which is the often people think it's like the spiritual seven because like seven goes into a lot of spirit comes in through a lot spiritually you have like seven seven days of the week seven chakras seven I think musical notes I don't know I might have that wrong but that's how it comes like seven could be spirituality um eight is manifestation because when you look at eight the figure of eight it's the Mm -hmm. infinity symbol as well and then nine near the end of the cycle And then 10 is like the end. So for you, when you look at it, for example, 10 of swords, it's the end of the cycle. But what rewinding to what I was saying before, when you've got one sword, it's like simple idea. When you've got four four swords, it's like meditation. Again, five, when you think of that point of conflict, there's there's, there's stuff going on. And then six, it gets more complicated. Right. And not like more ideas, more thoughts, more communications, like more emails coming at you at DMs. But the 10, like when you look at the 10 of swords, like that figure has like those swords in their back and they're on the floor. And that's this kind of like you've taken as much as you can. (laughs) And then it's like, but then it's like the end of the cycle. It's like you've taken as much as you can because it's like something's got like, does the cycle end naturally or do you have to do something to end it? It's already in, I think cycles are already in motion anyway. So you don't necessarily have to do things. I think when you get the 10 of swords, like it's telling you it's inaction. Like this is how, this is where you're at. Like this is, this is the end of the cycle, this cycle, but also this awareness of like, you're at at this point, something has got to give and something you do have to let go and, and make space for that new beginning. Um, and what do you need to feel supported in that, you know, and what do you need to kind of recharge? Um, yeah, how does that feel for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. It's just hard to know what to do in life sometimes, mm. isn't it? It is. I, and even like, even though I've got the tarot cards and the crystals and all of my practices, like I still have, I still have most, even yesterday I was like, I just want someone to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like but, sometimes it's hard to differentiate between your intuition and your fear. Yeah. And that's my biggest struggle is like, is this my intuition saying, leave that thing there? Or is this my fear saying, let's not even deal with this? Yeah, it's tricky. But I think when when we're in a relaxed space, like we've had a break and we're chilled out and we've had that maybe some time away from that thing, we can, it's easy to differentiate. Normally we're like, oh, that's not bothering me. Or yeah, I could do that. But it's often when we're tired and we've got to look going and got loads of sores in your back. You're like, I can't take anything else on. I feel that way. Like I've literally said to people in my life, I need space. Mm. I need a break. Don't text me. Yeah. Don't call me. Leave me alone. <laughs> and it's like mean in a way to do that. But in another way, it's like, I can't. And I'm, I'm not going to be a good person to be around anyway. Yeah. But I think that's where the honesty thing comes in because you're better because otherwise you'd put yourself in that situation because you're trying to people please. Yeah. You wouldn't act how you want it to be. It could end up in an argument, for example. Then you feel horrible, they feel horrible. And then it's just not an ideal situation for anyone. It's not comfortable saying like, yeah, I need my space. I don't, you know, don't, don't 
like don't get in touch with me um but it like people the right people know that, that that's okay and that's safe yeah. it's just normally us that feels guilty for doing that I know but I've I, I something it, lots been coming up for me where I'm like oh I just can't get ahead of myself no matter what I do I can't get ahead of myself and I am like doing too much there's so much I want to do but like I'm just on this hamster wheel and that's how I've been feeling um and like I said having that weekend for myself really helped made such a difference but also it's like that's not how I've been working isn't sustainable that isn't working for me and what do I need to not get to that point where I just want to like sell <laughs> move out and like with the cat and like leave my boyfriend <laughs> and just have that space um speaking my language now yeah like and have that space but what I've realized is like if I want to get these things done something's got to give so if I want these things to get done I've got to change my goalposts I've got to either say it's okay I'm not going to get these done I'm going to it's going to take me longer to get these things done what do I need to take off my plate what isn't what doesn't actually matter uh, or doesn't need to be done now and I'm just adding something onto my plate which could actually be done like next month or the month after um so just working out where that all is and just not being really strict and not taking anything else on mm. so that I can get get the things that I want to get done because it's like well nothing changes if nothing changes is what came through for me when I pulled the hanged man for myself um the other day and like I was like yeah so if I keep pushing and keep doing things and taking more on I'm never going to catch up with myself and maybe, maybe we, I never will catch up with myself, but I get to choose how that ride is. So yeah. I either kind of keep doing it and then feel horrible and overwhelmed and stuck, or I'm like, okay, right, I'm going to close my laptop, but this time I'm going to have dinner. I'm not like, because of what I was doing like last week was just like get working. And then it's like seven o'clock, half seven. So I haven't had dinner, haven't eaten properly, like pushing through. So now it's like, right, I need to have dinner at like half five. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, you're never going to be done. No. <laughs> so yeah, I think like what you said about, it's just going to take you a little longer mm. to do that. It's like, yeah, I need to probably accept that. Yeah. Yeah. And having, cause you're better off doing like on the orientation thing that I was watching earlier for the website and um, design, web design course, like they were like saying that like, you can't multitask and you can't, you can't do all the things you can't watch that one thing and, be watching one thing and listening to another thing and when we're trying to fit so much in that is what we're really doing so then we're not present for either so you're better off to say like this is what I'm doing now <laughs> and that is what I'm doing then um and yeah I don't know this is like it's what a day on Thursday I've lost track of the days but I'm yeah. feeling so much better in myself for that of being like okay I'm just going to push those goalposts a little bit wider because who's putting this time limit on getting all of these things done yeah and what right. do I what do I want like even like on as um you know Katie from Relax mm-hmm. I was, yeah I know she's gorgeous like I interviewed her on Monday and I was like yeah like you just need to do one thing and like rather than doing other things like just choose not even a few just one thing and focus I was like I'm just gonna call myself out now because <laughs> that's what I need to do and I just hold myself accountable for it so I'm glad I said that out loud on, on record because that has pushed me to be like okay I'm just gonna focus on one thing and for me that's the podcast and the web design course it's like right focus on the podcast website and yeah. just kind of like I can't haven't got the capacity to do anything else and then go from there good for you <laughs> love those boundaries <laughs> 
but yeah, it's like funny how sometimes you just have a conversation with somebody and you're, you're seeing a reflection of like what you need and you know, that's yeah. so interesting to me. Yeah. I so think every, <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. It is funny how that happens. But I think that's why I think we just have those conversations when we need them. Yeah, exactly. With the right people. Okay. Last question. Any question. So if you could go back to another phase of your life, whether it's to just enjoy it or to give yourself a message, what would it be? I can't answer that. Okay. Podcast. Okay. I would say that there would be a time. <laughs> I don't want to cry. Okay. But um, you just don't know what you have sometimes. Mm. And I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, I wish I could have been a little more grateful. Mm. Oh, I'm going to give you a hug. Annoying. I feel I'm going to cry now. True though, like, you know, it's hard to be grateful in the moment. Mm. And I find myself doing that sometimes too, just like, because there is so much going on. Mm. It's hard to just be like, wow, this thing is really good. Because mm. you're so stressed with everything else, you know? We're not meant to be operating like this. No. And I am so sick of it. I can't do it anymore. I literally, I cannot do it. So anyway, I would go back in time and that's what I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would also go back in time and hug my greyhound. Oh. I bet yeah it must be that even like with April like when I stayed in the hotel room the other morning I like woke up and Ava wasn't there because normally she's next to me and I was like oh but I'm obsessed like we've had her for six years I'm every day I'm like look at her isn't she beautiful like I love her like I was so obsessed with her and I'm like I'm always like please don't ever I literally say like please don't ever die because I know don't die I know no it's true it's like with with my greyhound it was the same thing it's like I was always grateful Mm. I love And that's the thing that's so amazing with pets. You love so deeply with them because mm. they never hurt you. Yeah. And even if they do, you still love them. That's like the purest unconditional love. If Ava scratches me or something, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> more pure love than with, yeah. honestly, than with like a boyfriend or anything. Mm. Because it's like, you're not doing anything to piss me off. You're yeah. just being perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and you get me and you see me and I see you. I yeah. love love I love my dog yeah I'm the same with Ava (laughs) oh well I'm gonna let you go and have a cuddle with Effie I'm sending you a massive hug from here Thanks for listening to this episode of Another Phase. If you've got a lot out of this conversation or any of the others in the series, I would really appreciate it if you could be one of my cheerleaders and show some love for the podcast by rating and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also help me spread the word if you want to by telling your friends, your workmates or anyone else that you think might be interested in these topics. If it something that you think they would vibe with as well please don't be shy about letting them know about this podcast these episodes are released every tuesday so if you want to get them while they're hot make sure that you are either subscribed to another phase on apple podcasts or following on spotify to make sure that you don't miss out on them oh and babe before i go if you do have any aha moments from listening to these conversations i want to hear all about it so please 
slide into my DMs on Instagram at underscore underscore wolf sister and tell me all about it. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week.